Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Happy Friday to you. I There's nobody in this entire world that is happier that it's Friday than me. <laughs> and uh, I was excited to come and do the podcast today. Um, I've missed all of you. And uh, uh, so um, I'm having issues with my uh, iPad um, being able to see your comments today. So um, hopefully it will, uh, they'll start showing up. Uh, but so here's what I want to talk about today. So uh, I had, I was noticing that uh, the Singles in America survey, I always do that every year, uh, that Match puts out. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Match's online situation, but uh, the Kinsey Institute, Helen Fisher, who's been on my show before, she's amazing. And she's always been the, gr- the that group, that research group has always been the one that's done, uh, has done the research for Match's Singles in America survey. And I happen to notice, hey, Jamie, I can see your comments. I can't see anything else, but so you guys can comment. Um, anyway, they usually do, uh, Helen Fisher usually does the that Singles in America, and it is so spot on. They had somebody new do it this year. Uh, I was sad to see that a lot of their focus was on uh, Gen Z or Gen X. Is that right? Yeah, Gen X and the millennials. Uh, so for the younger people, which makes sense because it's, you know, sponsored by match, that's the majority of their database is those young ones. So that's where they're getting their info them. However, there was still data for Gen Z and, um, I am walking data. Uh, I do remember when, uh, I had Helen on and we were going through statistics, uh, for, you know, and what I, and I tend to deal with. The, probably Gen Z, which is 44 up for the most part. That's the majority of my business. And uh, I know that what was happening in this world of Gen Z um, was spot on with what she was seeing. So uh, so I may talk and throw a couple things in there for you guys as well, uh, just to think about, because I do see trends given as many people as I work with and, you know, kind of run through uh, coaching, matchmaking, uh, and all, all that good stuff. And, um, and Hey Brent, good to see ya. And so, uh, I will make sure I try to keep that relevant as relevant as I can. I'll, let me tell you the craziest thing about what I'm seeing now trend wise, which is not a surprise. And that is, if I had to sum it up in one big sentence, people are just not interested in relationships the way they used to be. Is that a surprise? Is that a surprise, Chris? Look at my hair is all over the place. Oh, shoot. My earring just fell out. 
back. All right, there I am. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, I know I had all these scarves on. It's like it's like Alaska here in Texas right now. Uh, so uh, I had all kinds of layers on. I took it off, and my hair was just like a frizzy mess <laughs> everywhere. Uh, but Chris, are you? Do you, do you, thanks, Joy. Uh, had a great birthday, uh, low key. Um, so Chris, did you do you do you think it's a surprise that we are living in a time where people just don't give a darn and aren't valuing relationships and marriage and commitment and all that stuff? Uh, happy birthday to you as well. I saw that earlier. I oh, thank you. I yeah. Yeah. You know, um, uh, it's one trend I've watched us all get into. It's funny. I was telling a friend of mine the other day, it's really easy to get comfortable being single. And I think a lot of people have, uh, I'm not sure again, I hate to blame everything on the pandemic and when people isolated, but, uh, a lot of great things happened during that time, as far as self-reflection, how people came out of the pandemic, uh, and how they dated and what their viewpoints were on love are, were very different than when we were going in. So we were on a very downward spiral of superficiality and, uh, a lot of, uh, gosh, how do I say this? One night stands, uh, flings, you know, people just interested in uh, temporary pleasure versus long-term commitment. And what we saw coming out of the pandemic was people that had been forced alone and to do the work and to look at their life and to look at what they wanted. And, uh, and it did change a lot of things. And, uh, I've said this a million times, it's changed men more than it's changed women. So men came out of the pandemic a lot more on purpose, a lot more commitment minded. I think men are definitely more motivated to be in relationships. They're, they're just, they just are ladies. And, uh, you got you ladies though, I hate to say it is even for you ladies that think you're like all ready and available and all that good stuff, you might be amazed at how different, uh, the energy level of the women coming into dating today is from the men. And that's the biggest thing for me that I can say is that you ladies just aren't, uh, as committed to relationships and sticking in them and, 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 uh, letting go of expectations and allowing things to happen and trying to something in someone different. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, I'd love to see you ladies this year, really think about that and really change the way you're approaching love and dating, because it is keeping a lot of you single that's men and women because of the fact that, uh, you do see men not playing as much, much more intentional, and then women being, and I'm going to use the word because that's what it is, women being a lot more flaky. Not that all of you women are, because I know you're not. Uh, but, uh, but having said that, that's, that is definitely some uh, trend that we need to definitely look at. Okay, so uh, everything I have here in front of me right now is really tiny, so I'm going to try to read it. Uh, 117.6 million Americans, or 46% of those aged 18 and over, are single. 117.6 million Americans are single. That is so, that is an enormous number. So for those of you that are saying that uh, there are no, 
you know, people out there and no one available and all the good ones are taken. Well, there are 117.6 million. So something's wrong with your picker. <laughs> hey, by the way, um, one of my girlfriends sent me over uh, this new statistic that came out. And it is infidelity. Cheaters, where are the majority of cheaters in the United States? Do you know where the majority of cheaters are in the United States? Chris, what's your first guess? Mm, first guess, I don't know, California. Oh, bonk, wrong. Uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. Out of the whole United States, Dallas-Fort Worth ranked number one with the most cheaters. Uh, number two is either, I think it's Austin. It's Austin or Houston. Austin. And number three, yeah, April says Dallas. Good guess, Nancy Dallas. All right, good stuff. You guys get a margarita this weekend. <laughs> Not a frozen one, though. Uh, so, uh, okay, so uh, so Dallas, Fort Worth, and Houston were the top three in the nation. What is wrong with our state? What is wrong with our state? Uh, I do not know. But can you believe, and if anybody wants to see that, I'll post it on my social media later so you guys can look at it. But Dallas, number one in the nation for cheaters. For God's sakes, this is just where we're, what we're talking about here, Laura. Uh, hi, Laura. You are. You, I don't know if you're still in Austin, but you said it doesn't surprise you. Uh, so... Uh, what are we doing? But it's it's right along with these statistics of non-commitment. People are so happy being single now. And that's the that's the trend, just dating around, sleeping around, uh, you know, our own pleasure. It's crazy. It's crazy. A quarter of Americans, including 35% of Gen Z, say, I am not looking for a relationship. What the heck? Gen Z, you guys are supposed to be getting married and having babies. What is going on? Uh, eight in 10 Americans, I'm going to tell you what's going on. Me putting my glasses on is going to help a lot. Eight in 10 Americans say that you don't need to get married to have a happy and fulfilling life. <laughs> Listen to that. Eight in 10 Americans say you don't have to get married to have a happy and fulfilling life. I have been telling people forever that so many people are coming out of these, out of relationships and marriages, even in their 40s, 50s, 60s. And they're not wanting to get married again. Marriage is not high on the priority list. And I do know that. Uh, it is, it's definitely one of the things I'm seeing. I'd say the majority of people, and I would say maybe 60%, at least here in Dallas, are not, they, they want to be in a committed relationship, but they're, and they want a relationship, but they're not sure they ever want to marry again. Now, granted, I also tend to work with people in a demographic where they have a lot of things they've they are accomplished they're successful they've probably lost a lot through divorce and uh they just are not thinking that uh they want to do that again or have to go through what is my thing with dropping stuff today uh they do not want to have to go through uh, another you know divorce or breakup so uh there you have it uh so uh, any comments from you guys, just let me know. I'm watching, I'm watching, and I can see them. Uh, let's see. I'm a 7 uh, in 10, 68%, believe that our society, the stigma of being single is gradually diminishing, and half say I'm noticing that more and more people in my circle are deliberately choosing to be single. Uh, you know what? That's awesome. That's really, I, I, I say hurrah for that because 
it is way better to be single and happy than it is to be in a relationship and unhappy and uh, and and settling for what you don't want or deserve. And uh, and so I do think that this, I mean, God, with 117.6 million Americans being single, how can there be a stigma about it, right? Uh, we should be proud of being single. Uh, we should own it, but not so proud that we're not able to let our guard down, be vulnerable, and be able to be in a relationship. And I think if there's such a strong swing from commitment to now I'm single and I'm, it's great and I'm proud of it, you know, that I'm single, hear me roar, that's not, that's not where we want to go either. That's a huge pendulum swing. And what I have seen in these statistics is it's a huge pendulum swing, uh, especially amongst younger people. You know, I, I think that has something to do with the fact that so many younger people have had to deal with divorce with their own family and just don't want to don't want to have that make that same mistake uh but i didn't have to do that because my parents are still married after 60 something years so uh i don't know how they do it <laughs> god bless them uh robert says most most uh don't know what a relationship is i mean i are you talking about younger people, Robert? I'm trying to understand where your context is, where you say most don't know what a relationship is. Kids, uh, you know, Gen Gen X, uh, or people in general. And uh, and Nancy says perhaps uh, to parental divorce. So, you know, great minds, Nancy, we think alike. So it, it does have a lot to do with that. You do hear that from kids a lot. And whether they say it or not, it has shaped them. Uh, so... Uh, seeing seeing a bad, it's always told parents that uh, as a counselor, when they come to me about divorce, it's like it's it's way better for you to divorce and your kids to see you happy than for you to model an unhappy marriage and relationship to your children so that they end up with the same thing, right? Uh, because that's what we do. We go after what we saw. We recreate the relationship our parents had, healthy or not. Uh, so, okay, let me, let me jump back on and Robert, make sure you jump back in and, uh, I'd love to chat about what you, your opinion is on that. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Eight. Uh, oh, I said a quarter of Americans, 35, including 35% of Gen Z. This is 35% only of Gen Z says I'm not looking for a relationship again, not a bad thing to not be looking okay it's not a bad thing people that tend to look too hard there's a desperate vibe that you put out and uh and you those are the people that sometimes miss red flags because they're so motivated to be in one because it's all their whole focus uh you know i think there's a happy balance know what you want um know who you are know your non-negotiables and then wait for it. Because if you truly know yourself, when that person shows up, it just works. It just jives. It's just there's a synergy that is unexplainable that can happen, but you both have to know who you are and have done the work, or at least most of the work. Uh, Marta says, um, we've been told for so long, be happy first, then find someone uh, then find someone, so I believe most people did, then they realize that being in a relationship has its price, and for most many, it's just not worth it. Uh, you know, 
Marta can't can't say that uh, can't say that you're necessarily wrong on that. I mean, I I definitely think that previous relationships, failed relationships, especially when you may have been in one that was hard to get out of, uh, whether it be a difficult divorce or just a very painful, uh, painful breakup, divorce, uh, with a lot of hurt involved. Nobody wants to go back through that. And, uh, so, uh, relationships, relationships require an enormous amount of responsibility and accountability. And if, people aren't adult enough to be able to step into that and have that and sustain that, then you shouldn't be in a relationship anyway. So you shouldn't even try. Uh, you know, there's been, I, we are coming out of, I shouldn't say out of, but we kind of are. Uh, the dating apps, they had their time where they were just crazy. And now people are sick of them. They are, you know, I say that as I've just created a matchmaking app, but the reason I created the matchmaking app is because it's different than a dating app. The dating apps, people are done. They, there's all the superficial connections, all of the, uh, all of the ghosting and the, just the, the stuff, right? The chatting, never getting to meet people using filter pictures, you know, just, uh, not who they say they are. Uh, all that stuff is just garbage. And people are, people, it's kind of, I mean, statistics are showing and um, we're also seeing a, a downfall uh, in the stock market for for a lot of the dating apps because nobody wants to do them anymore. They're sick of them, uh, which is not a bad thing. I think it's great that people are willing to get out. They want to meet people. They want to, you know, get, get, meet them in person. My launch party was great. Uh, it was wonderful to see so many people actually meeting in person, connecting. Uh, for those of you that didn't come, uh, you can't believe how many people went on dates afterwards. It's, uh, I, I love that. If I could just have a company where I did parties and stuff all the time, I would do it. But, uh, since I don't have that kind of time, uh, then we're going to do a, do an app and a quality app, uh, which by the way, uh, in the middle of all this, let me just say to you guys, uh, the app will be up soon. We are just literally going back and forth. I know I heard before I started getting into app building that Apple was really difficult. Getting into iOS was really difficult. Well, uh, that's an understatement. Uh, so um, they just will keep coming at you with little things. It's we've we've really had a, a rough time. Even things that they'll tell us, we oh you have to do this, and it's already in there, and they just didn't look. Anyway, it's just been a little frustrating, but it'll be any day. I mean, I just can't imagine they're going to keep just rolling us around like this, but wait till you get in. It's amazing. Uh, but having said that, um, ha, uh, Terry, 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 uh, you mentioned that we are happy being single. I think it's more dealing with the dating scene. Uh, it's not the same when we were younger, the apps are a beating and they're just swiping for the next best thing. Yeah. You know, that is the, that is the, the problem with the swipe. And I, and I say that, you know, it's not that, you know, people that aren't pretty won't get swiped on, but they're less likely to. And there are wonderful quality people that some of you would never have thought you'd be attracted to until you met them that you didn't even give us 
three seconds to because you swiped whatever way it is that says no. Uh, and so it's, it's just not, it's just not a good system for finding, I mean, th- people find each other. I mean, I hear stories all the time about people that met on dating apps and found each other. Um, one in a million, God bless you. I mean, I think it's great. I'm happy for you. However you meet, I'm thrilled. However, the whole system, that whole system's broke. And yeah, I think we dating burnout, everybody's got dating burnout. You know, as a matter of fact, something in this, the statistics talked about it, like people said, it's harder (laughs) to find a date than a job, you know, and I've heard people reference these dating apps is it's a full-time job to have to go through and, you know, swipe and then follow up and then see if somebody's messaged you back and they didn't message you back and you go back and forth and have a pen pal for three months before you go on a date. I mean, that's exhausting if the system doesn't work. So I think people are burning out on that, which I think is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to go back to, you know, something different. And that something different may just be getting your butt out to meet people. You know, some of you have been very complacent over the years uh, as far as getting out and uh, in person, going out to dinner, going out with your friends. It doesn't have to be a bar, please. It doesn't have to be a bar. None of us are at the age where we want to go out and bar hop. And if you do, that's not the kind of person you want to meet if you want to be in a relationship. Uh, And uh, Kimberly said, hated to miss it. Well, we hated that you did. You would have loved this one. Uh, Brent, that $117 is not surprising. Could be due to so many with bad marriages and nasty divorces. Uh, every singles group I'm in, the biggest factor is break of breakup is infidelity. And my demographics as a widower, uh, getting married before 60 means you forfeit any widow benefits from the government, which is a huge slap. It sure is. Wow. So getting married in the legal sense doesn't make sense. Interesting. That's interesting. Uh, they, uh, they try to uh, encourage you to stay single. Elizabeth says, we're just going to say, if you want to be single, then don't waste your time of that and others dating. Uh, absolutely. Why does my mom keep calling me during my podcast up? <laughs> uh, and then, uh, Terry said, and when you match, most men don't keep a conversation going. I know the whole system is broken there, guys. I, I don't know how else to say it. I mean, I, I swear when we are able to get this app live, we're going to, we're going to have some fun. Uh, so it is, uh, soon, soon, soon. All right. So let's move along on statistics. Uh, let's see, uh, uh, the stigma, um, almost seven, seven and 10 believe that in society, uh, that, the stigma of being single is gradually diminishing and I'm noticing that more and more people in my circle are deliberately choosing to be single, uh, which is different from what I just said, I think, or did I just say that one? Did I just say that one, Chris? Is that the same one? Uh, I don't think so. Seven and 10. Oh yeah. The Gen Z was not looking for a relationship. Uh, seven in 10 people that are saying, that they're choosing to be single. Be careful, people. I'm, I'm, it's okay to choose to be single, but be careful that you don't choose yourself out of opportunity, right? I mean, again, that whole, it's okay to be single. There's nothing wrong with being discerning and single, nothing wrong with it, but don't 
rule out or close the door to the possibility that something amazing might be out there. Uh, I think our choices, the energy of a choice really makes a difference in what we attract and allow in our life. And if so, if we're not choosing something, I, I can tell you that the times I've shut the door on certain things in my life, I'm not doing this anymore, I'm not doing that, I'm not allowing these people, it shuts the door. You know, it's just, you, you have to be really careful and it's okay. Again, from a standpoint of a healthy, I'm choosing to be single at this point in time of my life because I want to heal because I'm waiting for the right person. Uh, but make sure it's a healthy balance of choosing to be single, but also desiring, you know, partnership because at the end of the day, it is easy to be single. It's great to be single. It's wonderful not to have anybody to be accountable to. I'm just saying, but having said that, it's, we all need partnership. There's nothing greater in our life than having partnership and the statistics of health and longevity and happiness all show that partnerships are, we're happier people. We live longer. Uh, so let's, uh, let's not get so overly independent. And I'm going to say that to you ladies, because I think there was a, there's a balance. There's that stigma for women being single at a certain age. We're past that, ladies. That is over. There's. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter what age you are. Uh, being single, there should be no stigma at all. There is no stigma at all. Just own it. But also understand that if you are single and you don't want to be single, that you put at least keep the door open that you're you're ready and waiting for the right relationship, right? And you'll. You'll uh, be excited when you uh, get there. My hands are just all over the place, Chris. I am just throwing stuff. <laughs> it's that Italian in me. I'm going, woo. Okay. Uh, Robert says, meaning that those who often say they're not, or they aren't interested in a relationship have never really experienced all that is required for a true fulfillment uh, that can't be realized Um that can be realized in a truly committed relationship. Unfortunately, the subject of how to have one isn't being taught or supported by our culture. You are right. Uh, you know, um, Robert, this is probably a big conversation for another day um, because what you're talking about in society as to how kids are growing up and the things that they're being taught and uh, what ideas and beliefs are being put out there about independence, being single. I mean, even the, the cost of living and all these things that every these kids are experiencing now that we didn't, it's just a different world right now that we're living in. But I don't think that should change people that do value relationships, right? Uh, you know, um, I don't want, I, what I don't want to see is a bunch of tainted people running around that have been hurt or had a bad divorce or been broken in some way that aren't willing to get back on the horse and try again. You know, I mean, it's it, every, every opportunity is a different opportunity. It's just, it's just about you knowing yourself and making the right choices next time. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> Ron is depressed about Alabama's coach retiring. Yeah, we are all sad about Nick Saban retiring. Ooh, all right, pick up my glasses. And my pants are squeaking. So is it picking up my pants squeaking? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, Nick Saban retiring, crazy. Well, good for the Georgia Bulldogs. We're excited about that because we no longer have to deal with that 
uh, that heavy burden over our shoulders of Nick. Uh, so the intimidation of Nick, but what a, what a legend, Ron, what a legend. Somebody had to get me off on football, right? Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Let's see. Elizabeth, are you Italian? I am. I cannot stop talking with my hands. Kimberly, go dogs. Uh, Kimberly's kids go to UGA. Lucky, lucky children. Okay. Time of your life, college. Any of you young kids listening, have fun. <laughs> it only happens once in your life. Then you work your tail off. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, single Americans uh, enjoy having more time and focus on their passion, growth, and career with 86% saying they love hanging out, uh, hanging, wait, they love having more time to pursue my interests and passions. Many like the freedom to design a fulfilling lifestyle and financial autonomy with 82% stating that they enjoy not worrying about a partner's debt or financial obligations. Wow. I mean, I, that was a huge mouthful and I probably needed a breath after that anyway, but it takes my breath away just thinking about the fact that that just said the people are looking, 83% of people are looking at relationships like they're a burden, financially, emotionally, uh, you know, physically a burden. It literally makes me want to cry. I'm just going to move on because that is so sad. That is so, so sad. Uh, this is where we are, people. I told you it was going to be like, this is out of all of the singles in America surveys that I've done, this is the most depressing to me because people are so on the polar opposite side of relationships and commitment. I mean, they are just, we're just moving away. It's awful. I have the chills. All right. Uh, some of these I haven't read yet. I'm just, <laughs> so we're going to do this together. That was one of them. Uh, so, uh, and there's more, I just haven't gotten to it yet. Being single uh, appears to help Americans navigate their finances as seven and 10 say that being single taught me how to work through my money really well. And similar percentage said I feel financially empowered and more in control by being single. Good Lord, people. Uh, three quarters of America. I mean, what happens when you combine incomes? You have two incomes. How empowering is that? I mean, where these people have never been in relationships, Robert, like you said, there we are. Uh, three quarters of Americans say they can be more affordable to be in a relationship, splitting bills, uh, with eight and 10 singles saying they'd like to see the government offer more tax, tax breaks for single people. Um, eight in 10 Americans believe that finding the right partner is harder than finding the right job. Uh, six in 10 singles that say dating is becoming an unaffordable luxury. What is that? Six in 10 singles say that dating is becoming an unaffordable luxury. I guess dates are expensive, guys, huh? It's why you need to be choosy about who you're going out with and who you're picking on these apps. Stop picking these pretty faces that are after a dinner. Yeah. Uh, there's many, there's, I mean, I've done stories on the news on this for years and years and years and years and years. How many women have said that they've actually fed themselves in hard times going on on dates with men to have them buy them nice dinners? They do it, you know, and you guys fall for that pretty face. Date smarter, guys. It won't be so expensive for you if you're more discerning about who you're going out with and make sure that it's a, a quality experience, right? Uh, nobody wants to waste their money or their time, right? I mean, those things are, are super important. Uh, so 
Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> we have r rumors of new coaches. God, I love that all of you love football. That's why we're friends. Uh, that we love football and love. Okay. Uh, and uh, Brent says that's the key word, control. I agree, Brent. I think there is a level of control for people that they feel like they have when uh, they are single. And there certainly is. There's no vulnerability involved at all when, you, uh, when you're single and you're just taking care of yourself. But in order to be in a relationship, you have to allow yourself to be vulnerable and risk being hurt and you know, ri risk having your heart broken. It's, it's, it's a good risk. I mean, it is because love is still the most important thing that we could find in our life. And you know what? Here's the best part for all of you that are over 40. For you Gen Zs that are 44 and above, this is the best time in our life. I mean, it is. I mean, we've we've got our careers together, or at least where most of us are, have worked for and have a level of success that we can enjoy. Um, you know, many of you are done raising your children. Your children are gone. You have more freedom. You don't have to marry a great mom or marry a great dad and make sure that that provider aspects there. You just have to make sure you have the right partner. And you know, if you know who you are and you know what you want, and there's certain things you want to experience, the places you want to go or things you want to do, or a level of connection that you want to have with a partner, now is your time. I mean, it's, it is, it's such an opportunity when you're single and you've had the wrong thing but you're ready for the right thing, it's a great opportunity. And finding the right person is, is not as hard as you think it is. I mean, remember that in, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say it only because it, it is how I developed the, how I designed the app to work is, is helping, is you have to find people that love like you do. I mean, that's the whole byline of my app, but it's the reason that it's, it's, it's what everybody needs to know. There's your secret, whether you're doing it online, whether you're using Match, whether you use my app when it ever it comes out in the next 100 years, and uh, <laughs> I'm frustrated, um, and, uh, or, or you're going out to meet people. Um, at the end of the day, those commonalities, that safety that you feel, that connection that you feel, that person that gets your soul and gets your spirit, and that has those those things in common with the way that you think and believe and the things that you're passionate about. You've got to find people like that because that's what works. Can you find that from a picture? No, you'll, you will never, I will guarantee you a hundred percent of the time, a hundred percent of the time, you will never find that in a swipe. So what are your odds of finding the right person from a swipe? the lowest odds possible. Why do dating apps not work? Because of that. Because you're not getting to know the person. All you're looking at is a face. Do I like that face or not? Right? And I do not have to see a raise of hands because I know all of you people that are commenting right now, every single one of you would pick quality over everything else. Meaning I know that if the right one showed up and they didn't look exactly like you wanted them to, uh, because I've had many of these conversations with many of you. They didn't look exactly like you wanted them to. They didn't have the job you wanted them to have, the career, the lifestyle, um, in a sense, uh, partially lifestyle. I think there's parts of lifestyle that 
that you have to have. But but you've overlooked those things because you were attracted to their soul. You were attracted to their uh, their intelligence. You're attracted to their emotional intelligence. You're attracted to their depth. You're in, you're attracted to the commonalities that you have, right? So uh, so. Uh, I don't know what time it is. I'm going to look, um, because I've been talking a long time. Uh, <laughs> um, I am going to, we're good. I'm just going to hit a couple more of these cause we're almost done. And then, uh, and then I'll just, uh, challenge you and, uh, give you a little challenge and then we can go on with our, uh, cold weekend that we have here in Dallas. Uh, okay. So, uh, so six and ten said dating is kind of unaffordable. Inflation is impacting dating choices as seven and ten are choosing an activity such as hiking instead of going out to eat or drink. Fifty-five uh, percent are open to hosting a first date at a home. Don't do that, and especially if you meet them online. And forty-four percent are open to going on a virtual date. People. Uh, and forty-one percent of men say they wouldn't would wouldn't be open to splitting the check. They wouldn't be open. 41 of men percent they wouldn't said they wouldn't be open to splitting the check due to rising inflation. That has to be a typo, right? That has to be a typo. Am I reading that wrong? Wouldn't be open. 47% of men say they wouldn't be open to splitting the check due to rising inflation. That should say would. So that has to mean they would be open to splitting the check. Uh, guys, if you like a lady and she offers to pay the check, don't let her. Just don't let her, you know? And ladies, uh, I will say you should pay the check sometimes, but you're going to have to get more creative about the way that you do it. Uh, a man that doesn't let you pay is a man that has old-fashioned values, traditional values, probably uh, is is in a place where he understands the, the yin and yang and you know, everybody being able to uh, show up with different energies. And again, ladies, I'm not opposed to you guys paying the check, just, and you should, and you should pay for things or you should make dinner for them or do things for them that reciprocate their effort and what they're investing in you because it's not their job to invest in you. Just continuously invest, invest, invest in big expensive dinners for you all the time. You know, um, it's not going to hurt you to, to slip the waiter, you know, the credit card when he goes to the restroom or, you know, or whatever that may be. Uh, ladies, help out, you know, be, participate, let them know you appreciate it and that you're not, your intention is not to have them around for that reason, because that is what that shows. And it's, it is important and it is expensive. I mean, my God, the amount of the, with the food prices have gone up at meals, groceries, um, animal food. Oh, it's crazy. Absolutely insane. The inflation that we're all experiencing. So, uh, so hopefully you, uh, you ladies are helping out a little bit. Uh, Brent says, yes, men should always pay. They should, but Brent, don't you love it when a woman does something like surprises you with a dinner or pays the check when you didn't know about it because she knows you would have object objected? I mean, that's a, that is a great um, offering, right? Um, so I, I don't think we should necessarily do it all the time. Uh, Notice the theme of the respondents, Robert said, it's all about me. You know what? <laughs> all about me says I'll be single forever. Uh, you know, you are right, Robert. That is, that is a great way to sum all that up. 
is that people have just gotten very self-focused and, and uh, some self-focus is, can be really good if it's in self-reflection and human development and your, your personal growth. But if it is about just, you know, taking care of yourself and, and taking care of your own pleasures and, you know, taking care of you and not worrying about anything else and not wanting to have the responsibility of a partnership because it is a responsibility, then you're right. It is, uh, they will be single forever because, uh, that is, uh, that is a very selfish way to live. And, uh, it's a very bad pattern probably for young kids to get into that gen, uh, gen X to get into, uh, let's see. Nancy says to be candid, if people would stop using filters or old photos, that would help. I can tell you a number of men who are frustrated with that. The woman looks gorgeous. Uh, they meet the woman and she looks nothing like her photo. Um, uh, men use them too, but not to the extent, you know, I've seen some of you guys too. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Some of you guys filter like mad, like crazy too. So everybody's guilty, but women, I don't know what it is with all the new apps, but there are apps out there. Guys, beware. Buyer beware. You're going for the pretty face. If you guys knew how many of these women that I've met that are on social media that look nothing like their pictures because they've got apps and I, that are putting makeup on them, that are putting clothes on them, that are putting jewelry on them, that are making, changing their facial appearance, giving them high cheekbones and bigger lips and straighter teeth and all that stuff. It's doing that for them. Buyer beware. They're everywhere. Uh, so super important that you, you know, you, you, FaceTime somebody, guys. If she looks too good to be true and she's single, you may want to FaceTime her uh, to make sure before you go on a date and invest all that money in the the gorgeous, uh, you know, Miss America, which uh, I'm about to read you something funny. But uh, but it's, before you invest all that money in that pretty face, better make sure that it's real, right? Just saying. Uh, and uh, and then AI said it's going to make dating harder because you know you don't know who's showing up, you know. Uh, the beautiful picture on my new app is AI. It's absolutely stunning. Uh, it depressed me when I saw it, actually. I thought I need to take this picture into a plastic surgeon and go, here you go. <laughs> it's really depressing. But uh, but that's what they're doing now. That's what, that's what they have these profile things where you can get like your picture made for work. And so people can come in in their sweatpants and, and ponytail. And there is some capture some picture thing that's making like putting them in a business suit with makeup and hair done and all that stuff ai is changing a lot people so wake up and stop going by pictures only you have to go deeper you have to go deeper you have to go deeper uh okay nancy says i have no idea how to use any apps i've done on my phone good girl don't do it uh and i know people that have met you that said you're prettier in person ai is going to make things harder we already said that randy says i'm exactly uh why i've never been on a dating site that and you massage your cat with a massager <laughs> online, Randy. I'm joking. 
joking, Randy, you know, I love that you spoil your baby. Um, it's a, it's a plus for us animal lovers, but I'm joking. He's got a little kitty cat that he has this like electric, I mean, mine would like kill me and like rip my face off, but he has like an electric massager and this cat just sits there while he does his face and every, it's the, it's the nuttiest thing. Um, Robert says nothing like starting out a relationship and telling your date that you're just, that you are deceptive. You know what though? Robert, and you would do it. And I encourage people, if you do meet somebody and uh, you do meet somebody out on a date and they have been deceptive, I think it's perfectly okay to kindly say, you don't look like your pictures. I don't know what you've done, but you need to change your pictures because who, and, but shame on you for doing it because now you're placing every value you have on that face that you came to meet and that's wrong for you too. So, you know, just because you were expecting a certain, but I mean, there are limits, right? There are people that show up, you know, 300 pounds heavier and that's not okay either. Uh, so, uh, Joy says using a filter is sad when you get to the, the date, they may not recognize you. It happens. You know, I always say to people, the best thing you could ever do is show up on a date and somebody says, you look so much better than your pictures. That is the best compliment you can get. Go for that. Uh, and uh, so one of my friends sent this to me. It says, "Need to." it's a little meme that says, need to stop filtering your pics. You go missing. We go looking for Miss America instead of Bigfoot. <laughs> That's so funny. But, uh, but unrecognizable, as Joy just said, you know, I mean, it, People can be unrecognizable by their pictures. Do not go by a picture. It's just plain and simple. We're not living in a world now where you can do that. Uh, okay, so um, so 46% of Americans, 107.6, we already said, 18 and over identify as single. 46%, 117.6. So almost half of the people... Uh, identify as single according to the u.s census bureau which how many fill out the census um i probably shouldn't say that i don't um okay let's see uh okay one more comment then we'll let you guys go i love you guys being here it's been fun talking to all of you that's what always happens to me they tell me that i look much better well you do you're absolutely adorable i can't tell you how amazing it was for me to meet so many great people at my launch event. I did an, I did one back, I mean, I've done parties all along, but four years ago when we started this this show, I did a big event like that at the same place and the, the faces all changed. Everybody, there was so, there were some of the same and there were so many new faces uh, and so many of you listened to the show that I've never met and that was fun to meet you as well. So thank you for listening and, uh, and being a part of this because you never comment, but I know you're here. Uh, but, uh, but uh, I can tell you from doing these events the amount of amazing people that are single that are looking for quality relationships is there's so many, there's just so many. And, uh, and you guys just need to start, like I said, getting out, looking in the right places, change what you're looking for. If you don't want to be single, it is a choice. I mean, it really is a choice and, uh, and just be smarter about your search and don't get, comfortable like like mainly I think we're talking about uh this Gen X more than the Gen Z Gen X is super comfortable being single they don't want to get married they don't want to 
buy a house. They don't want to buy a car. Uh, it's just a different, it's a different mindset. But for those of you that really have that relationship mindset, that love, love, that want to be in a relationship, that understand the true benefits of a partnership, you know, don't give up and make better choices, make different choices. And please, since we're getting, I know it's just the energy of a new year. It's not like anything crazy changes with the new year, but just set some intentions for how you're going to do things differently this year and, uh, and get out there, get off the dating apps, you know, the, 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 the swiping apps, I should say, get off the swiping apps. They don't work. You can't find love uh, hitting a face, you know, left or right. You just, it's not ever going to work ever, never, never, never. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, Kim says, um, Kim, oh, there's two Kims. Kim says, I thank my mom and grandma for passing along good skin. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely hereditary. Um, and lucky you. And, uh, Kimberly says, what if you just aren't photogenic? Kimberly, most people are not photogenic. I'm here to tell you they're not photogenic. So, uh, and that's something else. If you guys kept that in mind, when you're looking at some of these apps, you know, there's the people that, that run their thing through some filter and they look like eight zillion times different and better than they actually do. And then there's people that actually put their pictures up that take, that are beautiful, that take crappy pictures. I'm a matchmaker. I've had a database and, and a private database for many years. And I cannot tell you the amount of people I've seen that put their pictures in and I know them and I'm like, they are so much prettier or more handsome than their pictures. People don't take good pictures. If you are, uh, if you are single and you are relying on pictures, even if you're on social media and that's how you're meeting people, get some good pictures taken. You know, find somebody that knows how to capture the essence of who you are and something with your spirit and and knows how to get the good lighting and all that good stuff. Get some good pictures, people, because the majority of people uh, didn't model for a living and didn't do not take good pictures and don't know their angles and lighting and colors and all that good stuff. Uh, and then Sonia says, hey, Sonia. Yep. Better choices. Thanks for all the good perspectives. All right. You know what? I can't tell you. This is what I love. As we started 2024 here, the amount of participation on the show is incredible. I mean, it just goes to show me where your hearts and your heads are right now. We're not, you know, whatever these statistics are, that's not us, right? That's not us. That is, it is where our society's moving. So you start thinking about mindset and how mindset moves you. Please, people do not fall into this mindset. It is, it's not one that's going to make you happy. It's not one that's going to get you in a relationship. It's one that's going to keep you single. So um, make better choices, stay intentional, date differently, look differently, make better choices, make different choices than you were making last year. And uh, I'll keep you guys updated. I mean, I, when I say any day on the app, any day on the app, uh, if you guys have any questions, message me, but we'll get in touch with each and every one of you as we uh, launch. And I will see you guys in two weeks. Love you all. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Each show, we're going to have new topics and information. If you'd like to find out more about coaching or matchmaking, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on my Facebook page, my personal page at Jennifer Styers.